from the basement of Rubies on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runts and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes oh, we Live from the basement of Ruby Tuesday where it's so dark Jeff Cameron's trying to have it deported We are the pros from Dover Welcome Dan, my name's Matt I am Jim, how you doing Matt? I'm good, I'm good uh, Back in back in the saddle after a couple of weeks of uh, a homebound recording due to too many conflicts Exactly, yeah, yeah And then, and then we were going to record earlier this week and I had a bad chest cold and mm-hmm. so, so I was basically just suggesting that Matt I was going to suggest that Matt just record the podcast by himself And then, you know, download some wave file of some guy just coughing and then that would just be me because it would have been an adequate replication of what I would have been able to contribute. I mean, that's fair. I was thinking about having <clears throat> Tony Galifo come in and, and do your parts, but but pretend to be you the entire time. That would be. I just that would uh, yes yes. Yeah. That, I, we'll we, do that. You know what? That's our <laughs> April Fool's episode next year. We'll see how many people remember that. But we're basically just going to have. Uh, yeah, we could we could have Galifo do me, and we could have Lamakia do you. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that. I love this. All right. Lock, anyway, so we got, a, we, got a, we, got a, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. There we was do. An entertaining game last weekend. Yeah, Cujo uh, with a brace. Yeah, in it. I thought he was going to score a third. Yeah. Uh, to be completely honest with you, um, so this was an interesting match for me. Uh, weather delayed uh, again. Um, yeah, I did not go. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I obviously I had tickets. Yeah, but I, I, we kind of made like the 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 at the at the uh, at the huddle decision to not go and just watch it on TV. Yeah, because it was on national TV, and I'm kind of glad I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, so I was talking to a couple of friends of mine about this game, and they asked me how it was, and I said, well, I, I thought it was a great game, and so they said, so what was so great about it? And then I thought for a little while, and I realized that. For me, at this point now, a great game is a game that gives me a lot of talking points so that I can say things on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> game made me feel intelligent. Or I felt good about that. Um, yeah, because, okay, so the crew kind of sucked. The crew played an... They did not play a good game. They did not play an inspired game. Um, Atlanta had... Could have probably had three more goals in this game. Yeah, well, and um, they should have literally had a third goal that was that was called back for bullshit reasons. Are you talking about the offside goal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. No, no, I, I mean, I mean, I haven't watched the replay. So, have you watched the replay? No, no, right? no. Actually, I'm talking about a goal in the first half. It was called back because of some foul that wasn't a foul. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah. Okay. No, the offside was offside. Yeah, I was going to say that was so. I I had the pleasure of for the first half. Um, because I uh, went to this game, I was originally going to go with uh, my lovely wife and a uh, friend of the show, Jeremy Rogers, and his lovely wife. 
Um, yes. They uh, noticed, uh, I was driving back, I, I was in Cincinnati for work on Saturday night and was driving back on Sunday, uh, and um, I get a text message uh, saying, hey, bud, there's a 70% chance of rain, we're probably, or of storms uh, yeah. at, at kickoff, we're probably not coming up. And I go, okay, yeah, no worries. Right. I mean, it's, it's, they, they would have had to come down from Akron. They had to work the next day. I totally get not wanting to come to a game that's going to be a potential weather delay. Right. Um, so that happened, and then I get home, and uh, my wife does not like to, as you know, uh, sit out in the rain or walk around in the rain or do anything in the rain, which is totally understandable. Um, and so I put my other three tickets uh, on the um, uh, the resale site, uh, just took my one. Yeah. Um, and went down to Betty's and met up with um, uh, Travis Servine and a few other uh, a few other people and uh, just uh, Sean Jackman and uh, a couple other people and and just drank until the game started. Sure. Um, in the meantime, one of my tickets uh, did sell on the uh, the resale site. The other two, this is a weather delayed game. Yeah. 20 minutes before kickoff, they shut down the resale site. 20 minutes before scheduled kickoff, they shut down the Ticketmaster resale okay, site. So, so to be clear, the scheduled kickoff was 5.30. Yes. So at 5.10, yes. I get an email saying my tickets have been pulled down off of there, and um, they're not going to attempt to sell or transfer any tickets after that time. So yes. you cannot resell your, especially in a weather-delayed game, you cannot resell your tickets after 20 minutes before scheduled kickoff. And the the actual kickoff was at 7.48, if I remember correctly? Something on there. It was yeah. a while after. Yeah. It was yeah. a while after the, the um, what was originally scheduled. So it was it was very frustrating because, you know, there's – and I know it's probably a Ticketmaster policy right. uh, because it's run through Ticketmaster – but the idea that you know this is a this is a rain delayed game or this is a, a weather delayed game, there might be people who see, especially you know once the once the game started or once the game it got a little bit more, there was really no lightning in the forecast for the rest of the night. There was so here's <coughs> excuse me again getting over chest cold. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing: there was a band of weather that was coming from Dayton. Yeah. Um, that looked like it might hit around the 50th or 60th minute. Yeah. Which, apparently, it didn't. Well, it did in the form of very, very strong rain. Okay, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Which, no, which it was, we should it was, probably talk about. It was really gross for a little while, but it wasn't... There was no lightning. There, okay. was, no, there was nothing that, that needed to delay the game. Yeah. So, I go into the game. Um, I uh, Travis Irvine ends up uh, having an extra um, uh, screenshot of a Nordeca ticket. Uh <laughs> And so I was like, you know what? I haven't been in Nordeca at all this year. Yeah. I'll go um, throw things at Morgan Hughes. Uh, yeah, I've, it'll been, be great. I've been a couple of times, actually. Yeah, I haven't yeah, this yeah, year yeah. Uh, until this game. Um, and so I, I did the first half in Nordeca um, next to – I ended up standing next to Morgan Hughes because uh, the people who were uh, <laughs> next to him had left before kickoff because somebody three rows behind them projectile vomited all over uh, everybody just to the right of Morgan Hughes. And one – and people wonder why I don't want to be in the more decade. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But um, but I I was able to be, not be in the splash zone, uh, hang out for a little bit, and then um, realized that I had walked about five miles the day before uh, working Cincinnati Beer Fest. 
Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I just want to sit down because I also was on my feet the entire time for pregame because we just went straight to Betty's. We didn't go to Char Bar where there are like seats. So um, right. went and sat in my seats for the second half. Uh, and the person that uh, bought the other ticket was in my was in you know the seat he had purchased. Yeah. Um, he was an Atlanta fan that happened to be driving through. He dropped his son off at college in Rochester. Uh, happened to be driving through Columbus, realized that it was going to time up perfectly with the game, and just snapped a ticket up online, which happened to be the one next to me. Perfectly nice guy. Um, That's awesome. Oh, we had a great, yeah, we had yeah, a great yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, is... I can't remember what his name was. Um, he definitely, you could tell, um, got into soccer when Atlanta got a team um, because everything was a foul, uh, <laughs> unless it happened on Columbus and then it wasn't. Um, and so he's a Columbus fan. Yeah, well, <laughs> he just—I mean—he was just a little, a little over the top when it came to that. But, but all in all, a nice guy. It was—it was a very cool. pleasant conversation. That's, that's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, three goals in the second half, two of them for Columbus. Unfortunately, one of them for Atlanta. Atlanta did though. I mean, just, just. So yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the Kucho game, uh, the goals. Yeah, because the first one was. You know, the classic goal that we're seeing more and more this season where um, he makes a run on the left, Diaz makes a run on the right, Diaz crosses the ball, and he just slots it in, and it's perfect. Yeah. And the second goal was really amazing. Yeah. Because he got the ball in not a lot of space, mm -hmm. made space for himself, juggled the ball around a little bit, and then scored. And, yeah. And so... I watched a bunch of, of highlights of MLS games this, this weekend, or this past weekend, and something that, I mean, this is obvious. Yeah. This is this is an obvious statement, but it bears to be stated a few times. There's really no substitute for somebody who just knows how to put the ball on the goal. Yeah. I mean... You know, oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this just kind of really exemplifies that. Um, <clears throat> I thought that the crew played pretty horribly. Uh -huh. I thought that um, after we went up 2-1, that would have been the perfect time that um, um, that we made the substitutions that we made when the other team leveled it 2-2. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you know what? We're up 2-1. Let's make some defensive substitutions and hold that lead. Oh mm -hmm. no, let's wait until they score again and then we'll make the defensive substitutions so that we make sure that we hold the draw. Yeah. Yeah, so um, a little, little, little bit of a bonehead move by Caleb Porter there. Yeah, I think I think the the biggest takeaway for me on this was was I thought that um, at the very beginning of the first half, the crew had um, uh, looked like they were coming out and they were they were they were really trying to play. Um, Atlanta then just turned the gas on 20, 21st minute. That goal by Sosa just completely took the wind out of the crew's sails well, yeah, for the rest of the rest of the half. And again, I'm watching the replays, and they're just the, the defense is just standing around watching. I mean, literally, yeah. Jonathan Mens is like, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah. Well, Room, room didn't really even. I no, didn't, he didn't really react to that goal. Um, yeah, because I happen to be in the the right end for that. Goal. Exactly. Yeah, you're right in um, front of him. Yeah, it was it was not good. Um, we're gonna really have to buckle down and really do a lot more. Uh, you know, this week uh, as we go into. Hell is real. Part two. Dun dun dun. Yeah, the, uh, my main takeaway from this was that 
Uh, Kucho is a very good goal scorer. Yes. And if we're a team that's in playoff contention, then maybe too many teams get into the playoffs in this league. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I can't disagree with you on that. Sorry, sorry. That's I mean, we're I'm... we're still barely in playoff contention. I know. That's the thing. We are we are one point uh, in playoff contention. We have a game in hand against everybody else in the conference. Uh, we have two games in hand against some. Can we just let conference. Philly play all of the other opponents for us? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. Oh, but. my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, you know what? Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back, and then we will talk a little bit about uh, Philadelphia yeah. and, and the rest of the, uh, whew, yeah. The a lot rest of goals of, this past weekend. A lot of goals in the league. Uh, yeah. We'll be right back. We are the pros from Dover. That's great. Wagner's Grocery, sponsor of uh, this this segment of the podcast. Yes, yes. For all your crudite needs. I, you know, love me a good crudite. I know, yeah. Uh, also want to say uh, thank you to Anonymous Derek for uh, being a sponsor of the podcast. I haven't told you that yet. We have a sponsor. Now. We have a sponsor now? Anonymous Derek. Oh. Yeah. So thank you to Anonymous Derek. Okay. Yeah. Do I have to do anything for Anonymous Derek? No. Okay. Just, just say thank you to him every once in a while. All right. Yeah, that's all we got to do. Okay, fair so, enough. Um, so, yeah. Um, going into kind of around the league here, and then uh, we'll probably spend the rest of the time talking about Hellas, uh, Hell's Real Hellas, too. Hellas Real Dos. Yes. Um, so, yeah. yeah. LA so, Galaxy Seattle Sounders on Friday, 3-3 three to three draw in this one. Yeah, this to me, this game was a lot like the the Crew Atlanta game, uh-huh. and I'll tell you why. Because um, L.A. defended just poorly, yeah, very poorly. Okay, Seattle got three gold because I, I don't know L.A. They were just sort of standing around, like you know, looking at their cell phones in the box. Um, in the meantime, uh, Chicharito scored a fantastic individual goal. That was very much like the the second goal that Cucho scored for us. Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's that. I mean, that's kind of all I got. I mean, three three was an interesting game. There were a lot of goals. Blah blah blah. Nice. Yeah. Um, we'll go to the next one here that I need to find. Red Bull and Cincinnati uh, pull out a one one draw. Thank you, New York Red Bulls, yes. uh, for the assist there. Red Bull gets a penalty. Uh, Cincinnati scored an early goal. Red Bull gets a penalty in the twenty third, and that's pretty much all she wrote at that one. Yep. Uh, at Red Bull Arena. Um, it's the end of that game. Um, and then, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I know. So this one, this is the game that just Philadelphia six, DC United zero. And where was this game played? This game was played in the district of Columbia. Yes. At Audi field. Yes. Um, oh, to be a DC fan. Yeah. For, for Philadelphia, more like any field. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Jesus. Yeah. So. Uh, Philadelphia opens the scoring and the 37th minute gets another penalty at uh, in, in stoppage time at the half. Then we have goals in the 47th, 70th, and 74th minute for uh, Carranza. Uh, and yes. then Burke tops it off in the 79th minute. DC United is shit this year. Um, yeah, but Philadelphia yeah. is the real deal again this year. Yes. Um, so, okay, so DC is shit this year. When they came and play us, what happened? Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montreal uh, gets a 4 nothing win at home against New England. Um, that one, um, you know, I don't have much else to say about that. Kai Kamara got the opener. 
Diddy. Yep. Jesus, good, good for Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inner Miami, a, a team that I'm going to have, uh, or that we're going to be playing um, next Wednesday. Um, yeah. The only home match of the rest of the season that I can't make it to. So I'm going to be down in, I, it, weirdly enough, in Cincinnati uh, for that, Fair <laughs> for that game. Fair I've got a work yeah. thing. Uh, but Miami scores two, beats Toronto uh, two to one. Um, then we go to the next game. It keeps Google keeps resetting okay, it. Well, okay, so so Minnesota put two past Austin. Yeah, who only got one. Um, apparently, I mean, a, t- a couple penalties, not a whole lot going on. Probably yeah. not very interesting. So Colorado okay. and Houston one-one draw. Colorado pulls a red card on that. Houston scores um, after Houston scores at the death on this one. Yeah, ninety-fifth um, minute on that goal for Houston to tie it up. Uh, Salt Lake and Vancouver one to one. San Jose beats LAFC, which is interesting in the West. Yeah, it, it, it is interesting, and I watched highlights of this game. And the uh, the uh, the LA the LA goal was scored by this Ghanaian kid in here. Let me pull up his name because I'm not gonna uh, Quadwo Upuko. Okay, and it was a hell of a goal. Nice. This guy, this kid, is 21 years old, and he put this away. Like he was like Ronaldo or Ronaldo. I mean, Jeez. like it was just clinical. Excellent. It was, yeah. So um, he could be scary. He, okay. could be, he could be super scary in the future. NYCFC beats Chicago two to nothing. It's um, at no, I'm sorry, at Toyota Park. Right. Uh, or I'm sorry, whatever it's called now, StubHub Stadium or Stadium or or Stadium Boondoggle out in the. Boondoggle out past Midway Airport. Jake and Jolly at Blues Field. Yeah, I, they, they, that's, it's interesting that they're going back to that. They're getting kicked out of the stadium they're in because of the Bears. I know. Um, so they have to go play their games again at the stadium that they built specifically for this team. Yes. That's weird. Um, Columbus, Atlanta, we already talked about. Orlando City beats Charlotte 2-1. to one. Sporting Kansas City beats Portland four to one. I know. So Sporting Kansas City finally figured out where their goals went. Yeah. Um, at least for this match, uh, and then Nashville uh, caps it off by a score of four to nothing. And Nashville's continuing to be one of the weird narratives of the league, where they get they've got um, they're playing very well as basically an expansion team. Yeah. And this kid Mukhtar got a brace um, mm-hmm. here. Let me look and see how many he's got for the season. Harry Mukhtar. Apparently, he's better than the Mukhtar we had. Um, let's see. 16 goals? Mm. Crikey. 16 goals and 5 assists? Dang. That ain't bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, Philadelphia, by the way, on 31 goal uh, thirty-one goal differential. Plus 31 goal differential. Yeah. Um, LAFC, plus 29. Right. Um... Philadelphia is legit. <laughs> they are very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I kind of, I feel like I need to apologize to like a lot of people, including mm-hmm. the league, because watching, watching the highlights of a lot of the games this weekend, um, I realized this is not a bad league. Anymore. No, it's not it's, a bad league. It's, no. it's a very good, I just, and, and then I realized, you know, you know why I don't watch more MLS games? 
it's because I don't like watching sports in the evenings because I've gotten so used to watching sports in the mornings. Yeah, that it's like oh, but I want to do other because you're a crotchety cantankerous. Well, old no, man. because because there's other things for me to do. In the <laughs> well, evening. and next year you're not going to have to worry about that because all the games are going to be at the same fucking time on the same fucking day. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. You know what I mean? They're, they said I I thought I remember them saying the games are just going to be on Wednesdays and Saturdays next year. Well, okay, whatever. But the yeah. thing is, next year I'm going to have that weird ESPN Plus thing. So well, that isn't going to do anything for you because it's going to be on Apple TV next year. I'm sorry, Apple TV. Okay, Plus. I was going to yeah, say whatever. Yeah. I, I, Apple, ESPN, Paramount, whatever. Yeah. yeah. By the I, way, by the way, just to interject, I watched a very interesting documentary a couple days ago on uh, Paramount Plus. Lower Decks is not a documentary. No, it's not a documentary. No, no, it was. Um, it was about. Um, uh, the Spanish, the Spanish journalist uh, Guillaume or whatever, who works for Paramount Plus and ESPN yeah. or whatever, and it was basically a documentary about him covering the Champions League during the season where it was the pandemic. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. so, like him traveling and like him taking the the train to France, and he's like the only person on the train. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's actually that's neat. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it was. That yeah, sounds, it's, it's it like, really interesting. It's called like the Road to Porto or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it was. Pretty interesting. I that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, you got anything else to say about uh, the state of the league this week? Um. I, we're we're in seventh right now. I don't really. I mean, we could talk about we could talk about the canopy versus roof argument. It's. I know. It's been beaten to death. Like, yes. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, my fortunately where I sit, it still wasn't leaking, but it was leaking a lot of other places. Yeah, I saw some videos where it was. Not good. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, so we're in seventh. We're in seventh at this point. Um, the the biggest thing is is that we've still got a game in hand on most of the league or all the league. Um, at right. This because point. of the Charlotte game. Yeah, because of the Charlotte game. Uh, fortunately, we don't have another game on a random weeknight in October because this game was played. Um, and we go into Cincinnati, and uh, we'll talk about Cincinnati yeah. after the break. Stick Sounds around. Good. We're the yep. Bros from Dover. And we're back in segment three of the Pros from Dover. My name is Matt, and that is Jim. And we are going to talk about the uh, Hell is Real 2. Yeah, Hell is Real 2. Um, so it was it was interesting. I actually went to the first um, uh, TQL Stadium for the first time this last weekend. Um, yeah. Cincinnati uh, Summer Rear Fest was, was being held there, um, and I worked it. Okay. Um, and you know what? It's a nice stadium. Cool. Um, I wish they didn't. Knocked down half a neighborhood and a uh, football stadium belonging to a historically black high school in order to build it, um, contributing even more to uh, gentrification in the city of Cincinnati. But I also know the city of Columbus is very guilty of gentrification in certain areas as well. So I'm not going to necessarily say. hold. I'm not going to necessarily hold that as as you know. Oh, sick burn, bro. Yeah. Um, I also just want to come out with this uh, right off the rip. Um, if you use the phrase banter un- unironically in Twitter on Twitter, I think you're a twat. Oh well, yeah, I, yeah. I've never used it less than ironically. No, you not you. <laughs> yeah, I know, the I royal know, you I know, meaning. I know, meaning I know. Jesus I'm Christ, just, every fucking. I'm just, tri- I'm just thinking about all the times that I've used the word banter. Every tryhard from Cincinnati is. Just, it's just bats, mate. Ugh, and I just want to. I just want to yeah, fucking whatever. hit him in the mouth. Yes. Um, so this this is the. Schedule of uh, events that are going on. According to Nordeca, 
Um, and uh, I'm going to give you my review of the places that I've been so far in Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, just to give you, this is my this is my own little guide uh, for, for you. Um, so two night before gatherings on Friday, uh, apparently informal and low key, starting at eight o'clock. Uh, they're going to be at uh, the Annex, which is part of the Pitch, which the Pitch Sports Bar is uh, on Central Parkway across the street from TQL Stadium. And it is uh, ostensibly a soccer bar. Um, okay. A bit clean for my taste to be a soccer bar. Um, it is just has a lot of jerseys and scarves on the wall. Um, it's fun. Uh, it's it's a perfectly the, the the nice thing about it that I will say the outdoor part's really cool. They've got like a little spot for cornhole. And they've got like a big outdoor patio area. And they've got places food trucks can pull up, and that's cool. Um, and uh, it was it was a perfectly fine bar. Um, Brewdog Cincinnati is the other one um, on Reading Road. I've not been to Brewdog Cincinnati. I really don't have any. Um, Why would you do it? I, I mean, we've got Brewdogs here, yeah. so. Um, but I also like, yeah, I just haven't been, so I, I don't, I don't know. Um, Saturday at 7 a.m. is when they're starting, apparently, festivities. Uh, the pitch will be open if you are staying over Friday to Saturday in Cincinnati. Okay. For EPL matches, um, which makes sense. Uh, 10 o'clock is when the bus leaves Lower.com Field. Uh, well, I, okay, just to let, just to let people know, so... The, the early EPL match on Saturday is Southampton hosting Manchester United. Okay. So. It's going to be a lot of full kit wankers at the that, pitch. That is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that match has a lot of has a lot of room for drama. Drama-rama. <laughs> drama okay. and bants. So, uh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> um, so, pre-match party uh, is going to be at Cobblestone in OTR, um, which I have been to Cobblestone. I went to Cobblestone last weekend. Uh, it is a, it's actually a really nice bar. Cool. Um, and the nicest part about it is it's on the streetcar line. Um, the streetcar in Cincinnati mm. is free. Uh, as of the COVID pandemic, they have not reinstated uh, Good for uh, them. fares. So it's uh, very easy to, to get to and to get back from. Um, and the streetcar also runs right by TQL. So yeah. that's um, that's handy. Uh, it's also, I mean, it's walking distance from TQL anyway. Um, March to the stadium is apparently at 6.30, 6.45, blah, 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 enter, 7.30, blah, whatever. I'm not going to. Yeah. I don't have tickets in the designated supporters Are area. You, so you're going? I'm going, yes, okay. but I am not. Um, technically, I did not buy my tickets through Nordeca. I bought my tickets at face value from the club. In the section next to it, because this, the game is nowhere near sold out. Um, really? Oh yeah. As of this morning, um, there were because when you can switch. So SeatGeek is their official partner. Okay. And actually, I'm going to pull this up right now. This is um, 7:15 on Thursday night. Just to give you a little uh, peek behind the curtain here uh, as to exactly what's going on or what time this is. So you can filter this by. Uh, take off verified resale and just put box office only. And that's what the stadium looks like right now. Oh my. Um, yeah. So there are so many sections. Section 206 is the first one that it's showing me. And it's, there's a row with five tickets, a row with three tickets, a row with six, a row with seven, a row with five, a row with two. Um, and then it just keeps going. The Bailey, for example, their, their group or their supporter section 
Yeah. I could buy 24 tickets right now in the Bailey, and I think that's because that's the max seat equal that you buy. What, what are we talking about in terms of ticket price? Oh, they're expensive. They're they're more expensive than they are in Columbus. Um, the tickets that I bought uh, were $72 face okay. value, and they are the very, very corner of the stadium. Um, probably the worst seats in the stadium. Um or or close to yeah. They, their supporters group is or the supporters section seventy two. If you buy them face value, you can get tickets for at, on the the um, whatever the end line is on the other side of the Bailey. I think it's the north if I remember correctly. Ninety three dollars on that end line. Um, the Cincinnatius Club, which yeah. I actually was in on Saturday because we had part of the event there, which is it's it's actually a perfectly nice uh, club, but um, two thirty. You could just buy them face value from the team. Uh, yeah, you know, in the last segment when I was talking about how you know I think the league is pretty good now. Yeah, it's not that good. No, uh, two hundred and seventy dollars um, for. This is hang on, I'm gonna pull this up. Uh, First Financial East Club two e tickets for two hundred and seventy dollars that aren't even like they don't look that great for um, Cincy versus Columbus. Yeah. But but the the mean the the average price I would say is about about seventy five eighty dollars. Um, after fees, our tickets per ticket were eighty two. Okay, um, eighty two and some change. Uh, expensive. Um, yeah, expensive. Yeah. Considering my seats in Columbus are uh, now obviously Columbus does this flex pricing thing too. I actually want to while while we have a second here, I'm going to go in and uh, we'll look at the Charlotte game. Which is the next, uh, yeah, it's the next game for them. Just a metric fuck ton of tickets available, which is fine. I'm not trying to get into that. But those, yeah, same, yeah. those same seats, $40. Okay. Dynamic pricing. Yes, yes, yes. Dynamic pricing, which is bullshit, which is something that the leagues are doing now because there is a secondary resale market. And they are trying to capitalize on that secondary resale market as much as possible. But what they're doing is making it so a marquee matchup like Columbus-Cincinnati, which people on both sides of this game are excited about, you're going to get less people to go. You're going to get less people excited about your team. And especially in Cincinnati, you're going to get less people that want to fucking show up for the Charlotte game. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's Yeah, it's, it's a problem. And it's a problem with us, too. I am not saying... At all that this is a this is some sort of unique thing. Oh, I'm for sure Cincinnati. that Cincinnati. I'm sure that it's you know. Oh, the crew, the crew, it, the crew do this dynamic pricing structure too. I bet you right now, if I went on Ticketmaster and I looked at tickets still available for the game against the Chicago Fire next weekend, that it would be the exact same situation. I don't think the I don't think it would be as expensive, but I think that there would be the exact same problem where these tickets are over yeah. like overinflated prices. For general tickets. Um, And it sucks. Uh, And I don't like it, but what am I going to do about it? You're not going to do a damn thing about it. Yeah. So I got something I forgot to mention that I wanted to bring up. Okay. So, yeah. So there was a piece in the Cleveland scene on Tuesday. Yes. And I will read the headline, which is MLS officials made uh, made a site visit to Cleveland about a possible expansion team. In development league as local group pushes for soccer. Yes. So it's been that that has been clarified though. Okay. I this is the the most. I, I read I read this whole thing and it's it's a bit of a nothing burger of a story when you go into it. 
what they are looking to do and what I think is probably going to happen, which I kind of don't like, but at the same time, I would understand if it ends up happening. They're looking to get an MLS next pro team in Cleveland. Yeah, that sounds, um, that sounds... And, and what might happen is Crew 2, I, I could see them moving Crew 2 to Cleveland. Um, I don't like yeah. that because I enjoy personally going well, to yeah, matches. It, yeah, exactly. But I don't think the ticket sales for Crew 2 justify keeping Crew 2 in Columbus um, as a farm team. Um, now, I might be completely wrong. The Haslam's might be buying a second MLS MLS Pro team in uh, or, or another group. That's the thing. The Haslam's weren't really tied to this. Right. Um, no, they, somebody they from, came in as consultants. Yeah, somebody from the – yeah. So it is an MLS Next Pro team – that they're looking at, and an NWSL team is the other one. Yes, uh, that they're talking about possibly having a, a first a first flight women's team in Cleveland. Right, which right. Um, cool. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. good for them. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, it, you know, if if they decided to put a team in Cleveland, I'd be like, yo, okay, you know, it's it's another potential away trip, mm-hmm. whatever. I like Cleveland and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I would love, I would love it if they put a team in Cleveland. But okay. There are two. There are two states in this country that have three MLS teams. Yeah, and those are California and Texas. Yeah, I mean New York only has one technical. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, there's. I, I just don't. There's don't, not. There's not another. So this is this is the interesting rub. Is I'm trying to think of outside of Florida, which has two right yeah. now. Um, Ohio may be the only other state in the country that could could really support a third team. a third team because there are three cities in Ohio ostensibly that have over two million in their metropolitan population. Right. Yeah. Um, in in uh, I mean, New, Florida could do it. Florida could do it. Yeah, they could. They yeah. could put a team in Jacksonville, or they could put a team in um, Tampa again, right. yeah. or they could put a team in. I don't know what Pensacola's. Uh, I don't think it's that big, but um, yeah, I don't think that's. that's but but big, it would yeah. be. I mean, because yeah, right now you've got Miami and Orlando. You could definitely put it. In, Jacksonville's big enough. Yes. Um, the, Carol, uh, going through. There's no. There's no other teams you could put in Georgia. No. Um, I mean, okay, so North Carolina, you could put one in the research triangle. Yes. Potentially. Yes, but not. Um, a, there's not really a. I mean, I don't think Asheville could support. No. Them. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Maryland. I mean, technically, DC is not. You know, not Maryland, but uh, you could you could put one in Baltimore, possibly. I mean, there's there's a population in Baltimore, is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, where that would make sense. Uh, and then outside of that, Buffalo and um, Buffalo and Pittsburgh would be the only other two like Eastern Seaboard. Even though I know Pittsburgh isn't I mean, Eastern I could, Seaboard, I could see it. I could see a team in St. Memphis. Yes, but I yeah, I haven't gotten to that part, yeah, yeah, that okay, part of the okay. country yet. Yeah, um, Memphis. Could could definitely. I mean, you know, you've got Nashville right now. Memphis could be one. Knoxville's a bit small. Yeah. Um, Ohio really like. There's no other place in Michigan you'd put a team other than Detroit. Right. Nowhere else in in Indiana that you put a team like a like a first like a top flight team other than Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, Chicago. <coughs> you, Chicago can't support one well, team okay, at this point. You're not going to do two. Let's just look at other. I mean, we'll look at other franchise sports. How many okay? How many NFL teams are there in like 
in both like how many states have multiple NFL? Florida has multiple NFL teams. Yes. They have Jacksonville, yeah. they have Tampa, uh, and they have Miami. Yes. Um New York uh they doesn't have, have any. Well um, they have Buffalo. They have Buffalo, excuse me, they have Buffalo. Yeah. Um they have two New York Metropolitan yeah. area uh, area teams in in I mean New Jersey has two NFL teams. Right. But the um, and, and the thing about Buffalo is yeah. if the NFL was a new league and it was expanding, yeah. they would not put a team in Buffalo. No, they wouldn't. No, yeah. 100%. That's, um, I mean, it's the same way that there wouldn't be a team in Green Bay. Yeah. Missouri, um, only because, I mean, Kansas City and, well, St. Louis doesn't have an NFL team anymore. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's that's not a thing. Texas, um, yes. because you have Houston and Dallas. Um, California is going to be hard. There's the two LA teams. Does San Francisco, Oakland doesn't have a team right now. The, wait, there aren't the, the 49ers? No, 49, excuse me. Yes, you're right. I was thinking the Raiders. I, I'm, yeah, okay. I was thinking about the Raiders. No, you're right. Yeah, the 49ers uh, and the two LA teams now because San Diego is gone. Right. Um, and the Raiders moved to Vegas. Yes. Uh, God, the NFL's hard because there's so but, many. Well, but the thing is, I chose the NFL simply because there's a lot of teams in the NFL. There are. Yeah. Um, uh, Maryland, because uh, DC plays in Maryland and you have Baltimore. Right. Um, but the, the point is. Yeah. A state having three franchises in the same league is outside of California and Texas. It's just basically unheard of, except for maybe Florida. Um. Well, I mean, yeah, you you would the only the only time you get it is like with legacy stuff. Yeah. Like with baseball. Yeah. Um, but, exactly. um, well, but baseball, it's only it's only two. Um. I mean, other than California, there's only two major league baseball teams in any other state. Right. Um, hockey, um, you, you have, I mean, at one point, New York had four teams in the New York metropolitan area, yeah. but one of them played in Connecticut, two of them played in New York and one of them played in New Jersey. And they still have three in the New York metropolitan area because you have the Devils, you have the Rangers and you have the Islanders. Um, and you have actually, no, uh, hockey would be the ex- other exception to that Wait, because you have the Buffalo Sabres. Yes. Buffalo Sabres and the two New York City teams. Yes, this is um, the first time I've thought about the Buffalo Sabres in like a decade. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the first time a lot of NHL fans have thought about the Buffalo Sabres <laughs> in almost a decade as well. Um, and then hockey, also you have, um, I mean, there's only two in in um, Ottawa. There's only one anymore. In, in Ontario. Yes, excuse me, in Ontario. <laughs> you have Ottawa and Toronto. Yeah. Um, they've been talking about putting a second team in Toronto, but it hasn't happened yet. Uh, and then you have uh, you used to have two in Quebec, mm-hmm. um, but you only have one in Quebec right now, Montreal. Um, but yeah, trying to trying try to kind of rack my brains on the other the other sports. Yeah, I mean it's it's mostly legacy stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there's there's what four major league baseball teams in California. Yeah, so you've got the Angels, you've got the Dodgers, you've got the A's, and you've got the, the Giants. Yeah, and the A's probably are not long for this world in in the in in Oakland. Yeah, which um, is kind of sad for me because mm-hmm. I've, I've always loved the A's. Well, you loved them when they were in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, yes, uh, Christy Mathewson. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, you knew that elephant on the logo. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you, you've got uh, it's it's. But you didn't, you didn't realize that that that, that Bart and Stampy was actually based on me and that elephant. That makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. 
it, it is it is interesting to me that that I mean I mean genuinely Ohio does have um, does have three cities that could uh, could genuinely support an NFL team if the if the Ohio State Buckeyes did not exist yeah there there could be three NFL teams in the state of Ohio yeah it'd be a little weird it'd be super weird but yeah, yeah. but weirder things have happened yeah I mean okay think about how many. Think about potentially how many Premier League teams there could be just in the Manchester area or are in the Manchester area. Yeah. I mean, you got Man City, you got Man United, you've got Bolton, mm-hmm. you've got Preston North End, who yeah. could potentially be a from, you know, I mean, um, it's, Oldham, Oldham is in yeah. Manchester, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the, the point is Old, there's fifth division Oldham, Premier League founders, fifth division Oldham. Yes. Which yes. is insane. But th- the point is, you get these weird things where there's like a sport that is extremely popular in a concentrated geographic area. Yeah. Like American football is in Ohio or like or like association football is in, in Lancashire. Well, yeah. Or like hockey was for the longest time in the Northeast. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, that's the exact same. That's why still... You don't have any. It's. I think hockey is one of the only sports that are divided into Eastern and Western conferences. And somebody's probably going to come at me and tell me it's wrong. But um, where every single uh, NHL team in the Eastern Conference is in the Eastern Time Zone, and everything else is in the other time zones, and that used to not be the case. Right. Columbus used to be in the West. Yeah. And so did Detroit. And with that, when it, when Atlanta moved. Um, when did that move? It was like Atlanta moved, and there was a couple other. Well, when Seattle got a team, that was the other thing that, yeah, that, yeah. that ended up flipping um, Detroit and Columbus to the to the east. But yeah, you have you have um, most of the team. I mean, even the even MLS at this point, Chicago is in the east in the Central Time Zone. Yeah, that's the only holdout in in, in MLS right now. Everybody else is. You know, and we'll see how that pans out next year with, you know, Nashville being in the West, St. Louis joining the league. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that how that shakes out. They still haven't said who the the last expansion team is in this in this. Right? Is it Sacramento it or Vegas? To be, it was supposed to be Sacramento. Yeah. And then Sacramento pulled out. Right. Um, right. And Don Garber keeps hinting that it's going to be Vegas. Um, it probably will be. Uh, yeah. To be to be completely honest with you, it probably will be. That'll be fun in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they'll probably play at the NFL stadium. I mean, it won't matter. Yeah. Isn't that thing domed? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna yeah. play. They're gonna play in a dome. Yeah. Yeah. They'll play. It's a, a retractable dome with cooling devices for every seat. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. League's All right. It's too time for us to soft. wrap this up. League's gotten too goddamn soft. Hell is real. We are the pros from Dover. We are the pros from Dover. Thank you to uh, Tim from Red Tail Design for the use of our logo. We appreciate you. Thanks to Anonymous Derek uh, for the money. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, we're using it right now to drink some beers. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Derek. Thanks, Derek. We'll be back next week. Same bad time. Same, same bad, bad channel. channel. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway.
Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, 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 nana.